Welcome to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Paige Nelson, and together we will expand our minds and souls through conscious conversations. As a certified holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor, and wellness coach, I will be providing insights, tips, reflections, and inspiration on how to live a holistic, fulfilling, and aligned life. I am so excited and honored to have you here with me. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. So lovely to have you here as always. Before I get into this podcast, I want to just preface that I am currently in Bali and I don't have a great ideal indoor space right now for me to be recording my podcast. And so with that being said, I'm outside and there may be some external noises that I don't have control over like the pool just going on or the sound of the fan or some motorbikes driving by or some roosters in the background. (laughs) So there may be some background noise. um, And yeah, I just wanted to, to start off by saying that. And hopefully that is okay with you and you can still be here with me through that. But getting into the episode today, I am going to be talking about trauma and fear. And I really wanted this episode to be sort of like a processing for myself and almost a brainstorming. I was trying to write up a an episode about trauma. And and as I'm writing and, and researching about trauma for my for my own healing, I've come across just a lot of different beliefs and a lot of different ways of processing it and just sort of what trauma is and what fear is. Like I have mentioned in my past two episodes, if you listened, I recently experienced something that brought up a lot of old stored emotions in me. And from the moment that happened, I said that that was old trauma that was stuck within me, old traumas that I did not necessarily process. And I don't want to say whether I still believe that's true or not. I really am so stuck in the middle of saying yes or no, but I kind of wanted to just share this process that I'm going through right now with understanding more about just what trauma actually is. So I recently started listening to an audiobook called The Courage to be Disliked. And in this book, it talks about how trauma does not actually exist. And it's something that we almost put on ourselves because of ego in a way. It talks about how trauma is a choice and how when we allow that trauma to continuously affect us, that is truly a choice. And with that, there are some things that I agree with within that as well as I disagree with. I agree that we can allow trauma or past experiences to become us and really take over who we are and sort of create these goals around how we want people to treat us, around how we want to be perceived. And this kind of brought up a lot for me because I definitely resonated with having experiences in the past and letting it affect me longer than it really needed to so that I could kind of have this like external gratification in a way. 
And I thought it was really interesting because I've never, I've never really thought about that before. It was such, it was so unconscious that I was doing these things that I was like, oh yes, like almost in this like victim for me mindset, but totally without consciousness. And I want to say that I still do believe that people can have trauma and that it can severely affect them depending on what that traumatic experience was or is. And depending on what that trauma is, like you may need a longer period of time or deeper work to process and resolve that trauma within you. But going all the way back to the basics, I looked up just the actual definition of trauma. And the definition is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. And when you think of that, you're like, oh my gosh, I have been in many distressing or disturbing experiences. And when I, when I read that definition, I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel validated. Like, yes, I am experiencing trauma. Like this trauma does exist within me. And like I said, I still do believe in trauma. But I think because that is like such a broad definition, we can start to categorize like any challenging, frustrating, emotional experience as trauma. And I'm in this place where I feel like for, for a year or two now, I have really been being so gentle with myself because coming from the dance world, I experienced so much intensity and discipline that there was no opportunity to be gentle, or at least I didn't know that at the time. And so then coming out of that and really stepping into the world of wellness, I was all about being gentle with yourself, being gentle with my emotions, not forcing my body to do anything that I didn't want to do. But within that, I think that can also lead to a little bit of laziness or lack of discipline or devotion. So with this idea of trauma, I am seeing myself being pulled left and right between this gentleness and this sort of like discipline, like, okay, come on, let's, let's move along. It's time to move forward. And I think something that I'm processing right now and wanted to sort of process through speaking on this podcast was like, where is the line? And I also think that it's not necessarily one or the other. I think there's a lot of value in both and maybe that we can be gentle as well as be disciplined and have both in our lives and both during these times of processing stuck emotions or trauma. The other day, I was having a conversation with someone about sort of what I'm going through, all of these like past quote unquote traumas that I have experienced and how they've affected me and how it's all come to the surface. And I'm noticing like how they have affected me in my day-to-day life. And just for examples, even how I've, I've started to notice that I, I've not been fully embodied for a while and, and I I can't even put a finger on it right now, but like something happened, you know, when I was a child that made me feel like I didn't want to be seen. So I have sort of made myself smaller, but this whole time I'm wanting to be seen, but I'm so afraid of being seen. So, so then I make myself small and 
with this specifically, like, yeah, there may have been an instance that I was like bullied or teased or something that made me feel insecure or scared to fully be myself, but it is a choice to continue to live that way. It is a choice to not continue to fully embody myself. And that is just like one tiny example of of one of the many things that I have realized about myself in the past couple of weeks. But the point here is that unless you're dealing with severe trauma from like extreme experiences, and even within those, we have a choice. We can let these traumas continue to affect us and we can let them change who we are or we can move forward. And this just sparked a thought for me that I wanted to tie in here is around fear. And what I've started to realize is that for me personally, these traumas have created a lot of fear within me. And like, I think this is really extreme because what I am experiencing does not sound as extreme as I'm about to explain it, but I feel like I have been going through my every day living in so much fear and feeling so much fear in my body. You know, after my ATV accident, I felt so much fear in a car and now being in Bali, like I've been so fearful of getting on a scooter, walking around alone, whether it's daytime or nighttime. I'm always on edge, fearful that someone will try to attack me, fearful that I'll get kidnapped or someone will take advantage of me. I have so much fear around, I have so much fear in relationships around if someone's going to hurt me, if I can fully trust them, if I can fully trust myself. And I think the root here is like, there's just so much fear that has been buried inside of me from these experiences that I have endured over the years, whether it's like me losing a bunch of friends in high school, me being in an ATV accident, me being in an accident in the ocean when I was young, being cheated on, like these have all over time created a a collective energy of fear within me that I have not really dealt with. And in this moment, what I think is helping me move sort of out of this trauma mindset is really just identifying the emotion that I am feeling. And right now that's fear. And ever since I have identified that, so much has shifted. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not this victim. I'm not poor me. I'm just scared. Like, what is all this fear coming from? And I've been able to identify a lot of the situations or experiences that have caused this in me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so silly. Like, yeah, I was teased when I was little because I had a high pitched voice. And that caused me over the years to be afraid to speak, be afraid to use my voice. I literally never raised my hand in school because I was so afraid to be wrong. Like I was so afraid to be made fun of for saying the wrong answer. And this was all just because of probably feeling insecure about my voice because someone made fun of it at one point or someone made fun of me being like a goofy, silly person that I have always been. And and that's another thing is I'm such a silly person around my best friends and the people who know me best and are closest to me. But I think 90% of the romantic relationships I've been in have not experienced that silly, goofy, funny side of me, which is just so sad and such a shame. So coming back to this idea of trauma, (laughs) enough about the things I've realized about myself is that these events or traumas can take place when you're young. 
and you can consider them to be a trauma. You can consider them to be just an emotional event, but they absolutely can leave an imprint on you throughout your life. And, and from that one little moment, it, it triggered something that, that completely changed you or changed the way that you feel about yourself or the way that you present to yourself, to the world on a daily basis. And now realizing that and seeing, okay, this is a version of me who I am. I am experiencing these things like not feeling like I can fully express myself or being super insecure in relationships and identifying sort of where that may be coming from has given me so much more freedom because it doesn't have to belong to me anymore. I've been so caught up with in the past few weeks about like, okay, I experienced all this trauma and everything has come to the surface and I have all these realizations and like, now what? How do I move forward? But I think the way that I move forward is just by making a choice that I no longer want those experiences to be my identity anymore. I don't want to be afraid of using my voice because someone made fun of me when I was little and called me, you know, squeaky because that happened on a regular basis when I was little. And I don't want to be afraid of getting on a scooter because I got in an ATV accident. Literally everyone here rides scooters. It's not rare. Like people who are just here on holiday, like literally they come, they rent a scooter, they get on it and they drive. No lesson, no nothing. And they just go. And yeah, people do get hurt on them, of course. But I got on a scooter and literally had like a freaking panic attack. And I know that that was because of my accident with the ATV. And as soon as I came to this realization that I have a choice to say, I don't want to be scared anymore. Like all of a sudden I'm like so ready to get on a scooter. Like since literally this is since yesterday, I'm like, heck yes. Like I'm, I'm going to do a lesson because I think that's the safest thing to do. And because I did have a bad experience, I think, you know, I would like to have more precautions than maybe the average person, but I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I was like, can I do a lesson tomorrow? And you know, they were fully booked. So I have to wait until next week, but I'm, I'm actually like feeling excited. And this idea of just having a choice is, has been so powerful. Like you, I always say this, but you get to create and shape your reality. And that's all based on your own choices. And another thing that I have found to be helping me through this process of letting go of like trauma consuming me and, and starting to step away from these fears is I'm reading a book called Living with Joy. And in this book, one of the things it talks about is how we can live with more joy on a daily basis. And a way to do that is literally just through asking yourself, what would bring me joy right now? And it's so funny because like, why don't we think of this? Why don't we think to just ask ourselves, like, what would bring me joy right now? And the book recommends that you make a list of about seven things that bring you joy that you maybe haven't done in a while. And then after you have that list of seven things, you pick two or three of them and you schedule out time in your calendar to, to do those three things. And that way they're, they're scheduled, they're on your calendar and, and you have the allotted time to do it. This is especially great if you have somewhat of a busy schedule. 
for me right now, since I don't really have that many obligations in Bali and I'm really focusing on myself, I've actually decided to sort of like take this up a notch even more. And so the past two days, I've literally just been consistently asking myself, what would bring me joy right now? And I typically tend to like plan what I'm going to do in my morning the night before because I am a bit of a planner. So I do like to have a bit of a schedule and a routine to keep me going. So whether that's planning a beach walk or yoga, but something simple. And then after say said beach walk or yoga, I say, okay, what would bring me joy right now? And I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to get some breakfast, get some breakfast. Okay. What will bring me joy now? Once, once that joy is gone, just move on, move on to the next. I'm, I'm overheating. I'm too hot for my walk. Okay. What will bring me joy now? Maybe going in the pool because I'm overheated and I need to cool down. So come in, go to the pool and I'm in the pool for like a minute. And then I'm like, you know what? Actually, I really want to dance, put on some music, start dancing. I'm feeling that joy. As soon as I'm, that's like not pleasing me anymore. Okay. What's next? What can I do that will bring me joy? And I know that that's a lug, that's somewhat of a luxury to be able to do like all day and consistently just keep asking yourself, like, what will bring me joy now? What will bring me joy now? But it has shifted my energy so much in the past two days, like insane. And I think that is is just such a good lesson for us having a choice. We have so much of a choice. And we think that things are happening to us. And we think that we are being controlled by like this external world, but we have a choice in so, so much of our daily life. And even one thing that just came to mind that's not really related to trauma or fear, but I just want to throw it out there because it came into my mind is even in regards to like making money, for instance, if you're struggling and you're, make, you're not making enough money. To continue to stay in that situation is a choice. There are so many ways to make money. And yes, I do understand that depending on where you're from and your background, you may have more or less access to work, but choosing to stay in that state of not having enough money is a choice. If you wanna make more money, there are so many ways to make money and you can just find a job. And that may not necessarily give you as much pleasure and joy in that job that you want, but it will help you make money. And if your goal is to make money, then that's fulfilling that goal and that's fulfilling that need. And then you find the other things that make you happy and that fill your passion and your purpose and your desire. And we could probably have a whole other episode on that. <laughs> but for now, back to this idea of fear and trauma. This episode has been extremely helpful for me processing a lot of things that I have been realizing and um, just different ideas and beliefs that I have been bouncing back and forth because I think there there is one side where people like to say like trauma does not exist and you are putting it all on yourself. It's like all your fault, but trauma does definitely exist. People experience trauma like that is real, but it is the way in which we process it that's important and the way in which we move forward. And anyone who is maybe experiencing some trauma, there are many ways to move through it. And, you know, there's a very broad spectrum of trauma. So depending on what your trauma looks like, you may need to work a little bit more intensely or intimately with a coach or a therapist or someone to help you get through that. 
But if you are experiencing maybe similar things to me that I have mentioned throughout this podcast, some recommendations I have for you are number one, just bringing awareness, literally just recognizing and knowing that this happened to you, it has made you act like this, and you see it affecting you in this way. That will actually do so much for you. But then obviously we want to move forward through that. So what I mentioned today about stepping into that joy in our daily lives, that is a huge, huge tool that I highly recommend. Also doing things like breath work, yoga, meditation. These are all really great because they still the mind and especially breath work and yoga. I want to focus on right now because Something that happens when we have these like traumatic, so to speak, experiences is that we can have energy that becomes stuck within us, like make blockages in our body. And, And like this podcast is called Plants, Prana, and Purpose. I talk about prana, which is our life force energy. It gives us the ability to like thrive and live to our greatest capacity. And there are, there's so much to talk about prana, but one thing that it does is it, it literally is your breath. It literally keeps you alive. And these blockages can allow that prana to not flow through your body properly. So by doing things like breath work and yoga is you're starting to move energy through you to start to dissipate those blockages within you. And these blockages can often be emotions or past experiences that have manifested in your body. And sometimes they even manifest as pain, like back pain, stomach problems, digestive issues, um, headache, shoulder pain, like so many things these emotions can manifest as physical pain in your body or even health issues. So by doing breath work and yoga, you're starting to move through those those blockages and let some of those emotions out and release. And actually going back, I know I said I was going to focus on yoga and breath work, but I actually do want to go back to meditation and especially body scanning. Because body scanning, if you're not sure what that is, is you can just lay down on the ground or on a bed And from your toes all the way up to the very tip top of your head, the crown of your head, you can just go through your body really nice and slow and ask if there's anything there, if you're holding anything there, if you're feeling any pain, any stiffness, any tingling, any warmth or heat in your body in those different areas. And just by starting to acknowledge in your body maybe where you are feeling pain or discomfort or tingling you can start to begin bringing your attention there and, and, and notice that maybe there are some blockages in that area. And that can start to bring up certain emotions by literally just laying down in meditation with your body and feeling into those specific areas. You would be so surprised by just laying down and noticing that you are having discomfort in your upper stomach can immediately trigger emotions. You can immediately start crying. You can immediately start having like flashbacks to the experience that maybe like caused you to store energy and suck emotions in that area. So those are three tools that I will give to you. And trauma is definitely not my expertise, but because it is something that I am moving through right now, I'm doing a lot of research on it. 
going to different workshops and classes to learn more. And I just want to remind you that if trauma or fear is something that you experience, that is okay. Recognize it. Maybe try to identify where it's coming from if you can. And remember that you have a choice. You get to decide that you don't want it to be part of your identity anymore. And as soon as you make that choice, I promise you, you will see a shift in your energy, in your interaction with people, and in your interaction with yourself. And it will really start to help you move forward. So I hope this episode was as helpful for you as it genuinely was for me. And again, I'm sorry about the background noise, but that is life. And I want this to be a casual podcast anyways. So background noise there is. (laughs) But I hope you all have a beautiful day. I'm always here for support. If you need me, you can always reach out and DM me on Instagram, which is in the show notes. And I hope you have a lovely day. See you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the release of my next episode. If you feel inspired by what was on the pod today, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps the podcast so much. In addition, if you're feeling called to support the podcast in another way, you can send a donation using the link in the show notes. Any small contribution truly makes a difference. This will help me consistently create and put out content for you guys. I am sending each and every one of you all of my love. See you next time.